0: You're listening to the Absolutely in Love podcast. I'm Lauren Stewart, the dating and relationship coach at Care Coaching Strategies, and I'm here to help you navigate the world of online dating and everything that happens after. Now, let's get this episode started. Hey there, and happy Friday. Thanks again for tuning in to the Absolutely in Love podcast. I hope that your 2020 is going well so far. We're 10 days in. If you set any resolutions, I'd love to know what they are and hear how you are doing with them. If you're keeping up with them, Uh, one of my resolutions is to not really resolution. I'm not big on that word. To me, a resolution is something that I'm only dedicating the year to. I like goals better. Goals are something that I can say is a lifestyle change. It's something that can last longer than a year, or maybe it's just a short goal like. If I have a resolution that doesn't take me the whole year, is it really a resolution? (laughs) Um, So I like goals. So I'm really here to talk about, um, well, before I say that, uh, one of my goals for this year is to um, spend some more quality time with my husband. And we spend a lot of time together watching TV, which you can argue with me about whether that's true quality time or not. We do other activities together. And, um, but we're always on our phones. Like we'll be watching something and then we'll be playing a game on our phone and not really paying attention. So when something happens, one of us might've missed it, or we can't really talk about what we just watched because neither of us is really that engaged. One thing we've also done so far this year is we've sat down at our dinner table for dinner and had the phones away. So We really are getting this better quality time that doesn't have distractions and we can talk about what happened in our day and we can talk about what we're looking forward to with each other or just in life. We have different hobbies. So that's one of my goals in terms of my whole relationship and my whole marriage and not just for this year, something that I want to continue to implement um, throughout our marriage. So today I wanted to talk about setting those goals, Um, whether you're dating or you're in a relationship, I believe that SMART goals are the best strategy to really have a goal that is achievable. Sure, it's easy to say, oh, I'm going to run a marathon this year. Um, There's some issues with that. Or I'm just, I'm going to start running. There we go. That's a better example. I'm going to start running. What does that mean? You know, you can go running on January 2nd, and when December 31st rolls around, or whenever, you can say, Well, I ran that one time and I said I want to start running, and I ran more than I did the year before. But is that really achieving that goal? Is that really what you intended for I'm going to start running to mean? So, SMART Goals, it's an acronym. It stands for specific, measurable, assignable, relevant, and timely. So we'll stick with this running goal um, example. So specific, you know, it actually is pretty specific to say I want to run a marathon. So maybe that's something that that's your specific goal. You have a set distance, which gets us into the next step, measurable we want our goal to be something that we can quantify something that we can keep track of to hold ourselves accountable so a marathon is a specific distance it's 26.2 miles and really like you either do it or you don't <laughs> you don't you can't not everyone can not run a marathon but you can't say you're going to run a marathon and then start it and if you don't get to that distance then you didn't do it um It's assignable is the next letter, A, and assignable is really our step-by-step. It's our guide. It's how am I going to achieve this goal? For a marathon, you might look up different running training programs and use that as your assignable action to achieving this. You're going to run one mile a week for a month, and then you're going to up it until you can run that whole marathon. So relevant is r or some people will use realistic sometimes i prefer that for me personally is it realistic that i run a marathon at the end of this year maybe if i start now is it relevant that i run a or realistic if i run a marathon in april absolutely not maybe i'm not going to say it's not possible but is it realistic i'm saying no Maybe it is for you, for me, not. Um, But is it relevant? Is it even something I want to do? You know, are you setting a goal that is even something that you want? Or are you setting a goal because, oh, my friend's running a marathon or so-and-so that I look up to is running a marathon? Like, what's your your why? Why do you want to do this? That's going to tell you if it's relevant. And T is for timely, could be confused with relevant. In this instance, it means there's a time element. So um, it can play into the realisticness of you achieving this goal. So like I said, with a marathon, the time element of running a marathon from now to April, not, not a good goal. Now to December, sure, maybe. But also that time, it's this constraint that can help you keep yourself accountable, keep you on track. And really help you, again, measure if you're going to achieve this goal. So in terms of dating, there's lots of goals. And I don't know how much my microphone picks up. But if you can hear my cat crying, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I can't control her. Um, let's talk about goals. Maybe My goal is to figure out how to get my cat to stop crying. <laughs> um so, I have four examples that I want to share with you. Four examples that have a, what I am saying is a not good goal, and then um, a version of it that is a better goal that you can transition into a smart goal and set for yourself. The first example I have is maybe you're, you want to go on more dates. So, go on more dates is your goal. Is that a smart goal? No. So, how can that be a SMART goal? Even changing it to go on one date a week. That is a more specific goal. You're saying how much you want to go out on dates, which hopefully is a lot if you're dating. If you don't want to go on a date, then that's not saying much for your dating life, I guess, or your uh, enthusiasm towards the process. But so far, we're being specific, going on one date a week and measuring it. We know how many we're aiming for. You can do more, but at the very least, you should co- you can commit to doing one in this example. Then you can assign the different action items. So maybe you're saying, I'm going to ask, ask one person out a week, or I'm going to ask three people out um, to try to get that one date, or I'm going to accept somebody asking me on a date out. Um, you know, you might have three people that you're semi-interested in and no one's really like getting sparks flying yet, but take a chance and choose one of them and go on a date if that's what your goal is. Is it realistic? Maybe going on one date a week isn't realistic for you you really have to analyze what what's your work life like? Do you have other priorities? Do you have extracurriculars you do? Do you have children? Do you have a family um, that you do things with on a scheduled basis? Like do you have family dinners on Sundays? So maybe one day a week isn't great for you. And this is what you have to analyze before you even make the goal. Maybe it is one day a month or maybe it's one date every two weeks. Or maybe you have a lot of free time and you want to do more than one date a week. So analyze your schedule and figure out if that's relevant. And then you can even have an end goal. So right now we're in the second week of the year. So if you're setting this goal now and you want to go on one date a week, that means that by the end of March, you should have gone on at least 10 dates. So you can even have that be, I'm going to go on 10 dates by March. One date a week is average. Hey, things happen. Maybe you don't make a date one week. That means you can double up. Maybe you have a weekend. Also, be specific about does a date count if it's with the same person? So you have some leeway to really make this goal still what you want and also make it a smart goal that helps you keep yourself accountable. The next example I have is spend less time on dating apps. Maybe you're like I was where I was on these apps all the time. I was like afraid that my notifications were going to turn off or if I didn't message somebody right away, then they would move on to the next person. And I'm not sure if that was the best thing I could have done. (laughs) So this is one I wish that I had had back when I was doing online dating, spend less time on dating apps, but that's still not, it's very vague. It's not specific. So a better version of that goal could be dedicate one hour a day to dating apps, or maybe restricting when you're on the dating app. So maybe you're going to commit to not being on a dating app when you're at work. You can measure that. You can set a timer. There's, you know, you can just go in and clear your cache and your cookies on your work computer or your laptop or whatever, and really set that standard of not doing it at work. It's also kind of good that if you're not doing it at work, then you can't really set an expectation that you're going to communicate with anybody during work. If you do find a relationship, your job is important. I'm not really sure what you do, but whatever you do, I'm sure it's important to you because that is your job or it will lead to a job that you really want. Um is it timely is one hour so we'll go to one hour a day is that something that you can really commit to like if you're on multiple dating apps maybe you can give yourself 2 hours a day or maybe you can do you know 3 or 4 or whatever or maybe you do only the weekends. Like if you have kids, I imagine if I had kids when I was dating, I might want to really dedicate that time on the weekends to my children. So maybe I'm only doing it during the week. So do what is good for you. And here is a trick that I thought of. If you're limiting your time on dating apps, then that might help you progress further. Because if you get someone's phone number and you're texting them, does that mean you're not in the dating app? And then you can talk to them right? So I'll probably go into some of these different ideals in later episodes, but that was a tip is um, if you want to spend less time inside of a dating app, maybe figure out a strategy to get someone's number or be more open to that or um, whatever works for you. So my next example is the goal, stop wasting time and get serious. I can only imagine how many times I said, I'm really gonna do this, I'm gonna be serious. I'm gonna stop dating losers or you know be more picky with who I do go on dates with and not go on dates with people more than once if I really don't like them. And that leads me into how that goal can be more specific if you want to be not just strategic, but you're you can't get your time back, right? So why are we wasting our time trying to find that partner that we want to spend all of this time with? So maybe you set a goal that is more specific for how you're not going to waste that time, how you are going to be more serious, even if it's just to yourself. Your goal can be instead, I want to meet somebody within X number of days. So let's say that you're talking to somebody on the apps and you really are having a good conversation, go meet them. Why are you staying on the app? The whole point is to meet people in person. So meet people within a certain number of days. And that can be, you know, if I'm talking to somebody for three days on an app, then I have another three days that I want to try to meet them in. And if they've got all these excuses or you're thinking of excuses to not meet them in real life, that might be a sign. And that might be your indication to move on from that person. Um, You might also have a goal of, you know, okay, I went out with this person and I went out with them again and I guess I'll go out with them a third time. That could be part of your goal too. Reflect after a certain number of dates or really reflect after any date. Sure, you, you can be an amazing person and Whoever you're out with is going to want to see you again. That doesn't mean that you have to see them again. If they want to go out with you, that's great. If you don't want to go out with them, that's absolutely fine. You don't owe them anything. You went on one date. Are you supposed to marry them after one date? Maybe. There's some people that do that, but if that's not your style or you didn't have that spark, No. Maybe if you're thinking about them a few days later, you might change your mind, but that could be a way that you say you're not going to waste your time, is that you're not, if I really didn't have a good time, if I saw some red flags, then I'm not going to go out with this person again. I don't want to continue to give someone chances when they just continue to really not live up to the expectation of what my future partner is. My last example is kind of extreme. And let's say that you're whatever age, you really want to get married, you believe that you're ready, and maybe you are, and your goal for 2020 is to get engaged. You want to show off that bling before 2021 hits. If that's what you want as a goal, I hope you can turn into a SMART goal because I really thought about this one for a long time and could not figure out how this specific one... How can somebody really get engaged (laughs) without forcing it and possibly forcing themselves into a relationship that might not be the one for them? I could not figure it out. So my alternative, my suggestion to that goal is to figure out what your negotiables and your non negotiables are and stick to them. What I mean by negotiables and non negotiables are the things that you, you know, what are your red flags? What are your things that you're willing to put up with? I love my husband. He's not perfect. I'm not perfect. There are things that bother us that the other one does, but it's a negotiable thing. So, You might have a non-negotiable. So non-negotiable is something that if somebody has this characteristic or has this personality trait or has a certain job even, whatever is important to you, that's what you don't want to negotiate on. If you, for women, I feel like height is a big thing. I'll openly admit it was a thing when I was dating. I did not want to date someone that was shorter than me. And that was something that I wasn't willing to negotiate on. Can I give you a good reason? No, I think it's because most of the men in my life were taller than me and their wives were shorter and it's just what I saw. And that's maybe part of what I see as a happy couple. I don't know if I believe in that now. I'm just trying to justify it in some way. But if that's true for you, then that's a non-negotiable or maybe... You want somebody who doesn't live at home with their parents. Um, You're in your career, you live on your own, and you really don't want to have to tiptoe around mom and dad when you're with your boyfriend or your girlfriend. That could be another non-negotiable. And then something that you might give or take on is, I love the Dodgers. I'm a big baseball fan. I would love to date a Dodger fan. Well, not right now. I'm married. (laughs) But I would love to be with somebody, and I love having friends who enjoy that with me. But is it a deal breaker? Is that something that I'm not going to continue dating somebody for? No. I'm not going to be upset because somebody else has a different team that they root for. So again, the alternative is to figure out what those things are and really stick to them. It's very simple and easy for online dating especially to be superficial and shallow and again i'll admit that i got caught up in how somebody looked and i might have overlooked things during my online dating journey when i should have said no like he's got all these red flags he's got all of these things that i don't like um i don't care how hot someone is i don't care what they look like with their clothes off or their clothes on or how much money they make what their projection in life can give me in my future. It's not worth breaking my values and what I want in a partner to go out on a date with them. That's wasting my time. Um, I'll give another example. Like, I know I want kids one day. I would be hell-bent to get into a relationship with somebody who doesn't want kids, right? That would be dumb, <laughs> That would be wasting my time. And if I'm telling myself, maybe he'll change his mind. Maybe she'll change her mind. I'm just wasting my time because what if they don't? So I want to hear what your dating goals are. I would love to talk to you about them. If you want to chat with me more, we can figure out how to make those SMART goals. Maybe you have a goal. And you have this idea of what it is, but you don't know how to make it into a SMART goal. Um, If you didn't know, you can leave me a voice message. I will put the instructions in that in the show notes. So if you want to send me a voice message, you can do that. Um, I'll also link my Instagram and Facebook page. Um, You always have my email. Um, All of that will be in the show notes. I would love to hear what some of your goals are. I would love to hear if you've already established a goal maybe you had one from last year that you achieved Um, please share those with me I shared some of mine and I can't wait to hear yours and see how everyone does in the year 2020 thanks again for listening to the absolutely in love podcast with me Lauren Stewart your dating and relationship coach If you're looking for some extra encouragement or a way to improve your dating game, send me an email at carecoachlauren at gmail.com. That's carecoachlauren at gmail.com. To stay up to date with this podcast and everything happening at Care Coaching Strategies, follow us on Instagram at carecoachlauren or on Facebook at Strategies. Have a great weekend and talk to you next Friday.